What's up? What's up? Welcome to Married Under the Influence. I'm John. And I'm Kelsey. What's up, guys? This is our first episode of our new podcast. New podcast. So exciting. Starting in the new year, this just is, as 2020 starts. Yeah. This has kind of been like a passion project that we've been thinking about for a while. What better time to do it when the new year turns around? New decade. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, this is this has definitely been something we've been thinking about. We both love listening to podcasts. Um, and so we love to be able to do something fun, do it together. It's kind of funny, actually, how the idea of the podcast was formed. Um, I mean, if if you don't know us, we live in New York City. We moved here about six years ago. Six months. Oops. <laughs> oh my gosh. See, it already feels like home. So I'm like, we've been here for six years. Off to a good start, Kels. Um, six months ago. Yes. And I twisted my wonderful husband's arm into going to an interactive art exhibit with me. Which sounds crazy. But it's one of those cool, like, it's like, oh, you're in New York City. Here's like a pop-up event thing. And... I don't think I've been to an art exhibit in general, in so why not just go to an interactive one? <laughs> Sounds great. Um, but we walked up to it, and they gave us name tags. And they said, put your name on it, and then write your dream job. Which I'm starting to get nervous because I don't know what this interactive piece is going to be. And You're like, oh my gosh, like, they're going to call me out. Like, like nine <laughs> other people on this thing with us that are going to make fun of me because I don't have an artsy dream job or something i have no clue super what super nerve but i'm super just nerve. super nervous so write down my thing and i put sports broadcaster you know that's kind of what i've always wanted to do but never pursued and stuck it on my on my shirt <laughs> and i look over at kelsey and and her name tag says like tv show host talk show host tv show host yeah and, and we were like what like these are very similar dream jobs it was kind of funny. It was like, oh, in the thousands of conversations that we've had as like a married couple, this like, oh, we wanted to both talk about the things we're passionate about in front of people. Like, oh, what a crazy thing to relate about. <laughs> yeah, like four and a half years of marriage. Yeah. And we've, we've talked about dreams and, and goals. goals and yeah. what we want out of life and all of those like great things. But somehow this like slept through and an art exhibit yeah. brought it out. Yeah. But that's kind of when we we kind of laughed at it, and and to be noted, the art exhibit did nothing with the dream job. Yeah, things, you. Which I was worried the whole time, waiting for the shoe to drop. You were and so it was... worried. We left the art exhibit, and John's like, "So what do I do with like this dream job thing?" Like, and well, then here we are. Here we are. So yeah. thanks, thanks so to thank that you, random art exhibit. art exhibit that we went to. Yeah. Um. And our the title is of course married under the influence. I think one of our um, first dates was to a brewery, um, where we got a flight, um, at Evo, yeah? Yeah, in, Evo. in Salisbury, Maryland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we kind of had a flight, tried new beer together, and it kind of sparked, like, a hobby of ours that we just went, started going to a lot of breweries, and a lot of our dates started ending up at breweries and then trips and... yeah it was just something that we bonded over right away this is like experiential boozing <laughs> going out and trying different beers um yeah married under the influence does not mean that we were drunk on the day of the wedding at least not during the ceremony <laughs> yeah we said i do sober yeah perfect yeah so just means the other parts of our life we like to be under the influence for right all the good so, stuff that's kind of 
that's kind of where the name originated and it just seemed to make sense. And, yeah. I mean, we're going to kind of tie together married life, relationship, things that we've learned or things that we like and do married yeah. kind of stuff. And, and I think we got married, I mean, maybe not from where we're from. It was young, but based on like here in New York or even when we lived in Charleston, it was like crazy that we were married already at what did we we got married at like 24 25 25? 24 yeah so um i mean we're coming up on five years and i feel like we're young yeah and so it's kind of funny we'll we'll like meet new friends in new york and they're like oh you guys have been married since when like it's kind of crazy yeah so it's kind of funny we've just like grown together and had to like go through all these life changes i mean career changes and and moving and we've moved from maryland to charleston south carolina learning how to live together learning how to buy a house i mean we've had to go we went through all these crazy things in this marriage as this this young couple um so yeah we just want to kind of share about that but then also talk about what our dream jobs were which is sports and pop culture those are just two of the things we love to talk about even at home just on the couch together so it's just going to kind of be a blend of all the good stuff. Yeah, kind of all three topics and see where we go. Yes, and we're going to choose something special to drink every week. Yes. 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 And then tonight, what do we have? Oh, yeah. Tonight we chose um we lived in Frederick, Maryland for 4 years. That was a good good spot for us. Yeah, that's where we first moved in together. Mhm. Bought a house, got married there, engaged there sold the house i mean bought and sold the house after all of those things yeah, happened but yeah. that's another story for another time yeah another another day. um but yeah so frederick was kind of like our like initial like home yeah so i picked we picked a beer from flying dog brewery that we're gonna be drinking tonight so let's cheers yeah let's start this off yeah new adventures man cheers, cheers. oh i should also mention too if you if you are bothered by like mouth noises that's the only thing i'm a little leery about this whole drinking while we're podcasting kind of thing it's like it's called like miso misophonia or something and it's like the literally the phobia of like chewing and swallowing noises so i might literally have to take my head headphones off because that does bother me like when i see you about to take a drink i might literally have to take off my headphones and stop talking to you for a second (laughs) i would like to apologize for anyone having those issues like not parental advisory Oh, yeah, it's like explicit content. Yeah. Like mouth noise is made on this podcast. Yes. Beware. Yes. Yeah, I, I will do my best to not make mouth noises into the microphone. It's funny because in 450 square feet, which is the size of our New York City apartment, John can like be on one side and can like cough or like swallow, and I like sense it. Like, I like know it happened. Yeah, why are you making all of those? Why loud are you noises? swallowing so loud, John? Like, why are you chewing so loud? <laughs> Are you okay? Why are you making those noises? I'm like, that's just the noise my body makes. Like, I am sorry. Specifically, it's just it's just your like mouth noises. You know, other bodies make noises. It's just like when you're swallowing or chewing something that doesn't need to be chewed that loud. I'm like, what the heck's happening? I mean, I'm chewing with my mouth shut. Like, <laughs> quickly, how quickly we got derailed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> back on topic. Yeah, let's let's get back to what we were going to be talking about. Yes, that which is you. Let's go to sports. Sports. Yeah. Awesome. Let's do it. Well, so I am. I love sports. Um, I kind of. You've always been into sports. Always. But like, maybe to a different level since we've been dating. That you know, we are always talking 
Like, I'm always talking about sports. 100%. And it, like, affects... No, maybe my mood, but... (laughs) Maybe. He said that with an eyebrows raised. I'm like, no, that is not a maybe. That's, like, 100%. If the Dallas Cowboys have a great year, John's going to have a great year. If they don't, we'll see. Yeah, if they don't make the playoffs like this year, (laughs) it's sad. It's brutal. Um, But, no, it's it's just, like, something I've always loved. Playing, watching talking so i'll try not to ramble on about all my all my takes on sports because i think that would make this like a 24-hour podcast yeah 100 it's really funny like i'll say that just for you oh perfect i'm so lucky guys so lucky blessed hashtag blessed um like when you come home from work and i'm like oh hey babe like what was the best part of your day today like what made you happy today and he'll be like oh so on this podcast that i listen to and it's like the Dan Levitard show, it's like the sports podcast that John is obsessed with. And I'll be like, oh, I'm sorry, it's not about work. It's just about this podcast you're listening to. That's So it's always sports, sports everything. Yeah. In and- fact, one of our, our first dates was um, we had a skee-ball competition. Oh, God. And who won? You. Sorry, I don't think, I, I don't think they heard that. Kelsey won. <laughs> um, and you had to wear a pink Tom Brady jersey. That was yeah. your... And it was your pink Tom Brady jersey. Yes. And so Kelsey does like the New England Patriots and is a Tom Brady fan <laughs> and has been forever. Yes. So... And so, this, mind you, this was like way back in our dating days. John was like in college. And so he's, you know, working out all the time, super buff. I mean, you filled out that pink Tom Brady jersey pretty good. Yeah, it was like skin tight wearing that. I think I would look a little different today wearing it. <laughs> Fill it out a little Fill differently. Fill it out, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe like the upper part of the jersey wouldn't be as like tight. Yeah, and you met my mom for the first time when you were wearing that, which is also oh, hilarious. Yeah. Classic. 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 Luckily, she was a Cowboys fan, so she she likes me, I, I think. Yeah, I think so. I mean, we're, we're seven years into this thing, so hopefully. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yeah. I mean, so news to your team. Yeah. Tom Brady, yes. Patriots, got yes. bounced from the playoffs this past weekend. That was tragic. Um, Brady's like 43, 42 or 43, and he says he wants to play at least 45, but his last pass was a pick six. I know. I don't think there's... No, well, and even we did find out some good news this morning that at least he wants to come back. And we kind of knew that after the press conference after last week's game. Was that yeah. he was like, I have more to prove. It basically is what he said. So it we kind of knew like there was the like no thing. shot he was coming back. Like there's no shot he was retiring. He was definitely right. coming back. Um, so whether, I mean, I think he's going to stay at the Patriots. I think even if it's a limited deal, he stays there. I don't think he goes anywhere else to play. I think the Patriots have been good to him and he's been good to us. And it's it's just like, I think it's going to, he's going to ride off into the sunset as a Patriot. I, I hope so. Yeah. Because... I didn't like how Favre did it. Manning went to another team, won a Super Bowl, but it just Brady is just like a like a New England Patriot, mm-hmm. and it's I just can't imagine him wearing like a different jersey. Uh, but I mean, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I think he's coming back. Um, I hope he is. He's coming back, a Patriot. One more Super Bowl. I will say it's it's a little like I enjoy the Super Bowl more. I think when. This sounds really spoiled of me as a Patriots fan, but I'm like, I enjoy the years where the Patriots aren't in it because it's like less stressful. Like I could just enjoy like the food and the commercials and I don't have to like be sweating the entire time. But again, I think that's me as a privileged Patriot fan when our team's been in the Super Bowl for 
like a long, yeah, a lot of la- years. <laughs> the last time the Cowboys were there was 1995. <laughs> so I would just like them to be in the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm on the other spectrum here. But, but maybe you have a better shot next year. So you yeah, just, you had yeah. some big news. So we've had news this yeah. week for the Cowboys. We've moved on from Jason Garrett, the head coach. And now we have Mike McCarthy, um, who How used to coach the this? Packers. I have mixed feelings. Um, I think like our defense needs help and our special teams isn't, like we were like last in special teams. So there's a lot of like small things we need to do better, but I'm hoping the coordinators and the assistants that he hires is good. But he did like a sabbatical for a year and like studied the game for a year and did all this weird stuff. I don't know if it's because he couldn't get a job that he did that or if it was like an internal like soul searching experience for him. I don't know. It like makes me sad for him that his sabbatical wasn't like going to like living in the tropics for a year and like taking a break and like no, he just watched <laughs> most <film>. people. Yeah. <laughs> he's like in a dark room for a year. Just like having people like send him in food and drink, like not even leaving. Yeah. Yeah. That, just now he probably has a really long beard. Like I haven't seen him. I <laughs> yeah. haven't seen him. So he might. I'm, no, he's I'm, like a caveman. About it, no, 100%. That's definitely what it was. I feel bad for him. The dark room is where he was for the last year of his life. I will say, though, Rodgers did not show him much respect in his last year or so at the Packers. And I think Dak is a way different player than Rodgers. I think Dak will be very respectful of a new coach coming in that has good intentions. So I think that that relationship will help them do well. Yeah, I think they'll be respectful. And his experience hopefully buys buys their respect and everything will be good. For sure. Um, but... Jerry Jones loves the spotlight, so <laughs> yeah. we just need to stop talking about them for a little bit because that's what he like thrives on. Not that he's listening to this podcast, but oh, we have is. games this week. Yeah. He's going to be our Hi, third Jerry. listener. It's going to yeah. be John listening it to it back, me listening to it back, and then Jerry Jones in Dallas listening back to this podcast. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, but we have games this weekend. Yes. Um, so, so we're going to, I mean, it's kind of easy with the playoff games. There's not many of them. Um, so we're going to try to do like a little pick them until the end of the season. We have two games on Saturday, two games on Sunday. First game is the Vikings at the 49ers. 49ers minus seven. Now, before I ask you for your pick, <laughs> can you explain what 49ers minus seven means? Oh, he's putting me on the spot. Okay. Now, I will say, as as much as I've always loved sports, I'm always super passionate about sports, I I do struggle sometimes with like, the cool lingo especially like the betting lingo you know i'm always like john knows like when they throw a flag on the football field john knows ex- immediately which team it's on based on where they threw it who who threw it like what color the sky is on that day like he just knows like right away like and i have to be like okay t- tell me again like what happened or like remind me but you've always been like super patient so you always have so thanks for for teaching me the ways of the sports world um yeah. So I hope I hope I do you proud in the statement right now. My fingers are crossed. Okay, sell me again minus what? Seven. And who? 49ers. 49ers minus seven. So I think that that means in the betting world that the 49ers, um, if if the 49ers win by seven, it's a push. Mm-hmm. If they win by eight or more, you win that bet if you bet the 49ers. Yep. And if it's lower than that, then the the you wanted to bet with the Vikings Perfect. to win. Yes. Now the harder question. Ladies and gents, I'm learning. I'm learning as we go. Seven years into it, man, I'm killing it. (laughs) Killing it. The harder question, what do you got? Oh, well, I I hate to say this, but like I will never bet 
on the side of Kirk Cousins. Like, I just, he's never done anything wrong to me. Like, he hasn't hurt my feelings in any way. I I just don't think I'll ever want to bet on the same side as Kirk Cousins. Now, I may be proved wrong. I know that he's been doing well, but I think I'm going to take the 49ers. What's, I mean, I'm not betting on Kirk Cousins, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. like, is it his face? Is it I mean, his vibe? Like, <laughs> I don't think it's his face, but I guess it is could Is it because he's be wearing purple now? I like... No, I actually like the purple yellow uniforms. Um, no, I, I, even like when he played for the Redskins, like I never, I've never met anybody that like walked up to me and was like, I just really like Kirk Cousins. Like, are there people out there that really like him as a quarterback or as a human or... <laughs> I mean, poor guy. He's probably a decent human, but I'm just like, no, I'm not going to bet on the side. It's Kirk Cousins. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So, Taking the Niners. Yeah, I'm going Niners too. <laughs> I just, yeah. They're they're going to, I think they they have this game in hand mm-hmm. at home on the West Coast. Yeah, I think they got this one. Yes. On to the Saturday night game. Okay. Titans at Ravens. Ravens minus nine and a half. Okay, you go first. What do you think? I am not a Ravens fan. I am not, I don't like the Ravens. I will put that out there so everybody knows. <laughs> um, but I don't think the Titans have enough firepower to beat a Ravens defense and cover the, like, I, I think they lose by more, double digits. Like, I mean, oh. with the nine and a half spread, it's yeah. a double digit loss. And I think it's just going to be a, a massacre. Bloodbath. Like, bloodbath. <laughs> like, I think Lamar Jackson is just going to pick them apart. Yeah. It's a, completely different quarterback than tom brady on skills yeah so it's you can't translate like them shutting down the patriots last week to they're gonna shut down lamar it's i don't think it's gonna be close yeah he just turned like i read that his birthday was like the other day and he turned like 23 or something yeah like ridiculous right like are we kidding if I could do, like, half the things with my body at 23 that he could have, like, <laughs> we would be in a much different position right now. We would at least have 800 square feet in the yard instead of 450. I mean, come on. Um, as much as I want to say that, like, oh, the Patriots lost to the Titans and then the Titans went on to win the Super Bowl because I think that makes you feel not as bad when you, like, when your team loses to the team that makes it to the Super Bowl. You're like, okay, like, at least we got beat by the champs. Yeah. I just don't think... I think there's no way that Tannehill stands up to Lamar. Totally agree with that. No. And if you told me that, like, midway through the season, that was the matchup we're going to get in the playoffs, yeah. I would have laughed at you. Like, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, so I think Lamar, which actually, it also makes my heart happy because I know I have a lot of friends that are Ravens fans. So, you know, their happiness is also very important to me. So I wouldn't mind seeing them not be happy, but <laughs> I, I don't like, think oh, it's going to I hate happen. our friends. <laughs> our friends are the worst. They're Ravens fans. No one said sorry to me when my team got bounced. <laughs> but we're not upset about it. No, no, I'm not no, bitter no. at all. <laughs> totally casual. Okay, who's next? We got another nine and a half point spread. Texans at the Chiefs. Oh, that Bills game. Patrick Mahomey. I will say in the Texans-Bills, I was like shocked that it ended that way. Yeah, it was like a crazy, crazy game. Yeah. Like one, like one half was different than the other. Yeah. Josh Allen, I think, was losing his mind, just laddering the ball. Oh my gosh, that was crazy. Getting sacked for like 50 yards. It was just absurd. Yeah, the end of that game was crazy. So the Texans probably shouldn't have won, but here they are. Yeah, well, I still don't I still don't think they can beat the Chiefs, though. Yeah. I know it's a big, this is the big point spread, right? What's this one? Nine and a half. Yeah, I still think the Chiefs are going to be able to do it, though. I've got faith. I feel like 
I feel like the Texans have a chance of putting up points. I don't think they win, but I think that they lose by nine points or less. Oh. So I'm going. I'm going Texans. You're going Texans with the, with the bet, but you yeah. think the Chiefs are going to win the game? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we'll see. There's a different pick. You did say too, like we were talking about over unders. Oh yeah, this one's at fifty and a half. Yeah. So, so that... over unders total points on the game. Yeah, and you were saying to me the other day, you're like, it's so silly to bet the under on a game. Because it's like, you, you had the under on one of the previous games. And I hated it. And you were, yeah, because you were like, oh shoot, like I want them to score in real life because it's a better game. But then you were like, no, I don't want to. Yeah, if, if they would have scored a touchdown at the end, I would have lost. They had a field goal. So when he was like running, I was screaming, tackle him. And you're like, yeah, trying to get him. It's crazy. So, so I think it's more fun, definitely more fun always, to like, if bet you, the over. If you don't know what to bet. Yeah. Probably don't bet, but... Um. <laughs> like, don't lose your money. <laughs> One of these weeks we'll talk about budgeting and how 50% of our budget goes to just gambling, but that's a, another story for another time. <laughs> but always bet the over. It's more fun. Yeah. You're, you're hoping you're for, for things to happen. Yes. Yeah. Agree. So, but 50 and a half, that's an easy over bet for me. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll have to go hit up a bookie soon and, and make that bet. I'm going to just pretend I didn't hear that. Okay. And last game. Last game. We have the Seahawks at the Packers. Packers minus four. My dad's a Packers fan. Going with Rodgers. It's funny. I grew up in a household. My mom's a Cowboys fan. Dad's a Packers fan. Scotty's my brother, is an Eagles fan. And I was a Patriots fan. So funny. We just all were like, I don't know. It's conglomerate. Like, yeah, like random people. Mind you, we all born and raised in Hagerstown, Maryland. So yeah. how we all ended up so scattered, I mean, the world may never know, but... It was kind of like you got to root for four teams on one day. It's like, oh, mom's team's on or dad's yeah. team's on. Okay. Someone's bound to win that week. Mm-hmm. So, so I take it the Packers? Yep, going with the Packers. Okay. I think I'm going the Packers, although like the nerd sports guy in me is like both of these teams analytically aren't as good as their record show, mm. which I think also shows on like the Vegas lines that this is minus four. But they both just play close games, mm-hmm. and they kind of, like, squeak it out, and I don't think they're, like, as good as their record shows. So, I should take the team that's getting the points. Right. But when I think about taking Seattle, I just feel dirty, so I'm <laughs> just going to go with Green Bay. Yeah, too dirty. Yeah, so I'm taking the Packers. Plus, Aaron Rodgers and Danica Patrick just bought this big old house in Malibu, so he's feeling the mojo. He's, like, he's feeling it. Yeah. Are they married, or they're just no. dating? Just dating, I think. Okay. Well, there's your there's your pop culture oh, tie-in for that. sports. What a segue. Wow. It's like we've done this before. Wow. First episode already <laughs> transitioning from sports <laughs> to pop culture. I mean, let's just do it then. Yeah. I don't get anything more for the for football. I know. Did I? That I can not bore you guys Ladies with. and gentlemen, I'm going to hear the rest of the football takes later. So we're just saving you from it. It's, yeah. Trust me. I'm going to have a, an earful. Not that I mind, dear. Um, so, this week, in pop culture, lots of going on. The Golden Globes were on, which um, is kind of everything. TV movies. Um, I mean, the whole app, all the Apple movies are in now in the shows and um, all the Netflix stuff. It's just kind of everything. And the Golden Globes are kind of a big party for celebrities. I'm pretty sure they all just go, like, get drunk and sit around. And Those champagne bottles were huge on the tables. Yes. Yes, and one of my favorite stories from the night is that Reese Witherspoon went and got, like, borrowed a bottle of champagne from Beyonce and Jay-Z's table. I'm like, what? I would pay any amount of money to sit in that room. And, any, amount of, any amount of money. It would be insane. 
Um, but Ricky Gervais was the host, and you were like, is he always like this? Yeah, they, these award shows are kind of new to me. I never really watched them. So, like, he just kind of seemed like he didn't want the job and, like, was trying to roast everybody and make zero friends. But he did. I mean, he just went out there guns blazing, just, like, really going for it. Like, taking down, taking no prisoners. I mean, it was, like, crazy. He just didn't look happy. No. <laughs> Which is, like, his. it was his fifth year. I think that's just how he always is. He's just always really super sarcastic, dry humor, witty, yeah. British. So that makes everything sound a little bit more harsh in, for whatever reason. When it's in a British accent, like if somebody were to scold me in an American accent and then somebody were to scold me in a British accent, 100% I would be more offended by the, the British accent. Do you agree? Now that you're saying it, yes. <laughs> I don't think that's ever crossed my mind. <laughs> As I'm getting yelled at, if this was in a British accent, next time I would we're in be a fight, Next time we're in a fight, I'll throw my bad British accent in and then you'll know. Uh, then I'll just laugh and then... <laughs> in more trouble uh, yeah then you'll be in okay, more trouble right. perfect noted yes um but ricky did say something that i saw a lot of people talking about on on the socials after which was he was kind of scolding the actors and saying um when you you know get your award come up here thank your agent thank your god and then sit back down like so he was basically saying you have no you have no stance no feet to stand on when it comes to knowing the politics and the the you know of the world and just kind of being like, look, come up here, say your thanks, and be done. And, you know, I think a lot of people agreed, a lot of people disagreed, but how did you feel about it? I thought when he first said it, he was kind of, like, harsh. But then I was like, I know he's trying to be funny. Mm -hmm. So, like, I was like, okay, that that's kind of funny. Like, don't just talk about, like, random things. But then I especially felt bad for the actor, like a younger guy on a show that I didn't even know came up immediately afterwards he won the award yeah. and then he was like um okay uh <laughs> and it was kind of like i like i felt bad for him and then i was like man like that's kind of brutal to this guy who just won i think his first award like yeah first really nomination first him. award yeah like yeah and then he had to follow that and it was like okay thanks god and uh <laughs> he had to, like thank people and that I, I was like that's kind of like if he had some kind of speech like a younger guy probably just intimidated and just like yeah stopped i don't know right I do think that, here's my thing, I maybe agree that, like, you know, Ricky Gervais made the point that they are working for companies like Apple and, and big, you know, conglomerate type companies like that, but Reese Witherspoon was nominated for The Morning Show, which is on Apple TV, and her production company is women, I mean, she owns it, and she purposely hires women, actors, writers, directors, producers, she is going out with a goal to specifically hire women. That is a very political issue. That is a political stance that she's taking with her company. So if Reese Witherspoon were to win and stand up there and make that kind of a speech, I think she has every right to do that. I also think when Russell Crowe won, he talked about the, you know, the Australian fires and like how we all need to help out with that. And um, people, women have often gotten up and talking about, um, talked about equal pay for women too. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think that that's unacceptable. Like, I think that's great. I think there are people watching the show that respect these people. There are people that admire these people. And they're actually making a stand for things they care about. And I don't mind hearing the politics of it. I, you know. I, I agree because when you're, you're working for that award and then you kind of get your chance to do a speech. If we didn't want them to, like, thank people, then I think 
they should just announce they get the award, hand them the award, shake their hand, and, like, they go off the stage. Like, mm-hmm. don't give them a mic if you don't want them to say something. But also you think about sponsorships and ads and commercials. Spokespeople, yeah. Spokespeople, yeah. yeah. Like, it's... They have celebrities and all these people say things for commercials for you to buy something. So what's the difference between someone speaking their mind about something they're passionate about or they want to raise awareness to? Yeah. Like, if I'm watching an actress go up there and talk about equal pay for women and how they get less money, I may not know that that's happening and then I see... Or maybe I don't care that it's happening. And then I see an actress or an actor talk about it and then I realize, oh, like, I'd like that person in these movies. Like, if they're talking about it, maybe I should be more open to this. Right. And that's, like, on, like, changes in that. But then it's like, oh, like, if the Australian wildfires are crazy and it's affecting a lot of things, maybe I should look into it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's beneficial. I think, like, if you're using your platform for good and if you're trying to talk about things that matter, I don't care. Like, use it for good, not for evil. And if you're doing that, then you're okay in my book. So. Yeah. I just thought it was an inter- it caused an interesting conversation on social media. So, um, also on this week is Jeopardy, the greatest of all time. The goat of Jeopardy. Our boy James Holtzauer, Ken Jennings, and Brad Rutter. Yes. They are competing for a million. I think a million dollars. And um, it's like best to three matches. So each night is they play two games, and their point totals add up from each of those games. And so the first night, Ken Jennings won by two hundred dollars. They, it was insane. It was like 64,400 to 64,200. Like, that is, like, significant. And I think they missed, like, three questions the entire night. It, it They were, like, they were just perfect. Like, it's it's the guy who had the longest streak, the guy who's won the most money, and then... I Brad guess, took down Ken. Yeah. So that was, and like, a big win. It's just kind of, like... Yeah. I mean, these are, like... It's just amazing for us to watch. And we're kind of, like old people when it comes to our weekday evening time like we like to come home cook dinner and then sit on the couch and watch things like jeopardy and wheel of fortune yeah we've always just kind of been that way in fact when we were moving out of charleston our tv was the last thing in our apartment and beach chairs because the night we were moving out james was still on jeopardy and we wanted to see if he was going to make it another round and we literally sat in our tiny bahama beach chairs in front of the tv and watched jeopardy and would like cheer when he would get a daily double that's like dedicated fans like so we are definitely Team James. We're rooting for him in the next couple of nights. 100%. So we'll see. We'll see. So he's got to come back. They didn't miss, like, a single question or miss, like, very few questions. And it's just incredible to me how they can hold that much information in their brain. Like, whether it's intelligence or whether it's memory recall, I don't care. Like, I think it's amazing to watch regardless. Yeah. Like, how you have that many facts in your brain is, like, bananas to me. It's crazy. So we'll definitely be watching. 100%. Yes. And then finally... Before we end, we must talk about The Bachelor, which is truly kind of a huge part that we thought was, you know, we really wanted to start this podcast so we could talk about these intense Bachelor conversations that we have. Yeah, which you wouldn't think like us just on the couch watching a reality TV show, but we're like pretty invested into this. Oh, very invested. This is definitely our guilty pleasure. Like I know it's not Emmy award winning talent and award-winning drama but but it is entertaining man is it ever and it is a definitely we are sucked in i mean it is our wine we sit with our wine and we watch the bachelor and it's like one of my favorite date nights it's like so great yeah um sometimes it's like three hours and like we better bunker down for this one oh my gosh yeah we like basically put our pjs on at 8 p.m when it comes on because you're basically in bed after it 
Um, but every year we do like a bracket. So we make we bring sports into the bachelor surprise prize. I think that's how I got got my husband roped into it. Competition. Yes. I'm in. Right. I'd been watching it for a long time, and then like the first year John watched with me was the first year we were dating, and we started doing this bracket thing, um, and that was, it was super fun. So we've continued with it, but we basically do it like a like you're drafting a football team, like on fantasy football, um, and you pick your what I forget how many people we pick top ten maybe top twelve. Yeah, there's some people left over. Yeah, we don't pick everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, then you get points every week if your person's still there. I mean, it's pretty intense. We'll be like cheering or being like yelling at somebody like, stop doing that. Stop acting dumb. You're going to get eliminated. Yes. <laughs> like... Yes. Even if they are dumb at that point, you're like, no, I need to keep them around to keep points. Yeah. I will say I am undefeated. Sadly. Never lost. Undefeated. Never lost. <laughs> <laughs> um, this year, The Bachelor is Peter. And he is, he was one of the finalists on Hannah Brown's season, Hannah B. And um, he's known notoriously for... Um, his intimacy with Hannah B in a windmill. Um, so there were naturally tons of jokes about this on this first night, this week of The Bachelor, about the windmill and about his intimacy and things like that. But then Hannah B from the other season came back. So now she's like, like back. Yeah. And we don't know if it's like a stunt because, you know, Bachelor, they always try to throw us off with those tricky stunts they pull. Their trailers, their yes, commercials. Yes, they always try to get us. So we always try to like not believe what we see because they always try to fool us. But anyway, so we got to meet all the girls and got to see Hannah B. There were no real dramatic um, entrances this week, really. No, someone was a windmill. Yeah. Some girl, like, came in a suitcase. Like, she fit in a suitcase. Oh, yeah, she fit in a suitcase. Yeah. Someone drove, like, a like a retro car in. Yes, yeah, yeah, Somebody yeah. was a paper airplane because he's a pilot. Oh, yeah, P- Pilot Pete. Um, so many flight attendants. I mean, all the girls think they're uh, the first person to be the flight attendant. They're like, oh, I'm made for Peter because I'm a flight attendant. Meanwhile, there's seven, at least, flight attendants in this group. So yeah. they all thought they were going to be the flight attendant Oh, for and they Peter. give the stink eye to, like, the other yes. flight attendants. Yeah. Yes, it's like... You're not here for the right reason. yeah. What company do you fly for? <laughs> I like the girl that's like, I'm here for the flight reasons. Yeah, like, oh, okay. that was clever. That's Tammy. She is not going to be a finalist. Well, I don't know yet, but she's at least going to be hilarious to watch. She's going to be like drama, 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 drama. Yeah, I'm here for the villains. Fun. Here for I'll it. I'll pick a villain to go far. Yeah. Well, sometimes they do. Yeah. Sometimes they the guys are blindsided by the villains because they're beautiful villains. Mm. Yes. Um. So... Who else? Who else do we like? Oh, McKenna's also going to be full of drama. But tell me who, I guess this is cheating because we are going to do our draft tonight, but um, who do you think is a front runner in well, your book? Are you going to give me yours too? Yeah, I'll be okay. fair. All right. If you give me I, yours, I'll give you yours. Right. I think I have Madison who had the first one-on-one date. Yep. And she went to like one to Pete's like or Pete is he Pete or Peter <laughs> his Instagram is pilot Pete but he goes by Peter okay all right that throws me <laughs> off a little bit but but my boy Petey has <laughs> hit like his parents do their like Vow renew their vows yeah for their 31st, 31st year like John and I were cracking up because it's he so, so staged, staged like but also and they're shocked that he's there like why would they do that when he's away filming I know so that's another thing that we just like laugh at like yeah. during this but she went there as, like, his date. Like, met parents on the first date. Yeah, that crazy. That is so insane. She didn't get killed or eaten alive yeah. by them, so I'm like, she is, like, a front runner. They, like, loved her. Yeah. And I think he did, too. 
But I also think she was, she's cool. Like, her dad is, like, a basketball coach. And so I think she's just, like, a cool, like, athletic, like, sporty kind of gal. So I think I think he liked her. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And then I got Victoria P., yeah. who seems like she was doing really well. And then Hannah Ann, who had, like, four talks with him mm-hmm. on the first night yeah. and then got the first impression rose yeah she like stole it, it's always the first episode is always so funny when you see which girls like try to steal peter away from the other girls you kind of see immediately like which ones are super needy which ones are super full of drama and wait for stuff. him to walk up to them yes so the only other girl i would add to that list that's a solid list hannah ann uh madison and victoria i would add kelly who he oh, yeah. apparently he met this girl on a, at a random weekend before, like in California. Do we believe it's random? I think it was. Yeah, they were both like coming from different parties, and okay. she like stopped him, and she was probably telling him that she applied for the Bachelor, and she wasn't sure if she was gonna go or not. Apparently, I mean, she was like, "But seeing you here is a sign." Like, we'll see. I roll. <laughs> for real. For, for the people listening. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I roll by sound. Um. But yeah, so that's the only girl I would add to that list. I think that's a pretty solid list. So we'll see next week when we have our brackets how we're both doing. Yeah. In The Bachelor. It's like, again, our favorite date night. It's fun. It's super fun. This will definitely be a reoccurring topic, as will some sports news, and as will some fun marriage stuff. So that's what we're going to kind of try to keep covering around here. Yeah. And for more, we're going to talk about the podcast more and talk about the stories behind the podcast um, over on my Instagram, at KelsInTheCity. Um, and you can also find John there as well. And we'll talk, you know, you'll see all of our NYC married life adventures over there as well. So, so yeah. thanks for listening. Thanks for Thank being you here. Guys. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.